Hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is season one, episode two. They're trying still. Those easterly winds coming from an easterly unnamed media conglomerate. It, 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 it was sounds almost racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I read yeah. that and I was like, huh. <laughs> and then it, I laughed to make it, it clear. Person, but, we yeah. are in Utah and we just had some killer east winds. So that was not a reference to any other country no, or culture. Definitely, definitely not Japan. Certainly <laughs> not the British culture. The, or Brits. Certainly the, not. Or anybody the, named The Anshine Eastern folk. gods have sent forth their winds. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're trying to stop this show from happening. This That's is an true. incredibly local joke, but just stick with us here. because. Um, and it, no, we're not going to make a joke about... Uh, you know, this being level nine of Jumanji because we all know that is the biggest boomer joke. Dude. Yeah, the, the boomers <laughs> now you, own that sense of humor. Even I've, watching Jumanji is a boomerism. I feel <laughs> I'll watch it? Jumanji. Okay, it's good enough. Robin Williams is plus. A baller, I keep getting but, it confused with Juno, which has led to some really awkward conversations. Those are two extremely different. Movies. <laughs> 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 wow, season one, episode two. Damon was on the album this week, so you have stuff to look forward to for sure. We don't want to talk more about Herkus Gurkus, Utah anymore. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we had uh, hurricane-level winds he coming made, from- Okay, he made fun of the fact that I pronounce it hurricane instead Why? of hurricane. Oh, what Wait. kind of weird Utah are you? Hold on, yeah, to say hurricane. As in- Everybody pronounces it hurricane. The no. city hurricane, right? Hurricane. Literally zero city, people not do it. Hurricane no, 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 storm. not Hurricane. That uh, city in Latin America, I don't know where. No, in it's Utah, in, there like, is Saint a city, there's a city called Hurricane. That's even funnier. So wait a minute, you <laughs> that's how it's pronounced there, <laughs> but literally call, nobody else in the world calls it Hurricane. That's a you thing alone. Yeah, you're what? calling the storm a hurricane. Yeah, the the strong oh. winds are hurricane. Hurricane, oh, hurricane Katrina, no, no, no. Hurricane yes. Texas. You literally have it up. Hurricane Texas. No, the storm Absolutely is hurricane. So, the and city's so hurricane. He made he made fun of me for it. Yeah, so he should so. have. Now we're just gonna call it Hercus Gurkis, Utah. That makes more sense. So Hercus Gurkis. I guess I won't. I won't argue. Hercus Gurkis did come over the mountain. There was a Hercus Gurkis. <laughs> <laughs> there was a. <laughs> This is you guys can fact check. This is real. Like we've been dealing with some. This is not a laughing matter. Frankly, Hercus Gurkis did come upon us. Like the hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage from the Hercus Gurkis, and we're here laughing about Hercus Gurkis was very serious. It hurt many people. Lost the Utah economy. Probably hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Took out at least. Very no, serious. Dude, no, definitely people made up for it. So I drove there into are tens of us. I drove into Ogdenay and probably saw about twenty different tree cutting companies just between the Maverick on eighty nine and fortieth in Washington. Yep. yep. Oh, and yeah, I was true. like, Y'all are busy. It's you know kinda what? like the Robin Hood. They take from the rich electronic remote workers and give to the tree cutters. It's literally just <laughs> yeah. it's Utah it's the, government. It's a Robin Utah Hood government Herkis, so that they could you know, put the money back. Yeah, in it's the, the heart machine. It was yeah. U- yeah. the Utah Obviously government. There's a deeper controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah government in association with the unnamed media conglomerate. Let's it's Gary clear. Herbert. Yeah, it's Gary yeah. Herbert. It's Ga- and the unnamed <laughs> media <laughs> conglomerate. Big and media the heart conglomerate machine. has. They're all controlling sorts. the weather, and they're out to get nitwits. Because I mean, why else would all these tree guys come out of the woodworks yeah. right at the same time? That's no, a great pun. I like that. Uh, this yeah, is that this good. is excellent fuel for our up and coming. Is this really a music podcast? Article on the Nitwiki. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the Nitwiki. Wow, no, 
after the sample. I was just about to make a nitwick joke. Like I was going to actually say nitwick. I think that article should just start as no Nitwick.com. N-T-W-I-C.com. It's the nitwicky. Um, we're working on articles. We hope you guys will work on some articles. It's an open forum wiki, and we... Uh, are documenting literally everything about the show there. It's it's off to good start. We should set up a forum on there. I know Reddit <laughs> yeah, I exists know. and I already have a subreddit, but I want a very cursed forum to exist on. <laughs> yeah, that, that can be done. You know. All right. Oh, man. Those, like, those like really old broken PHP forums. By the way, the ones that you still blast. find when you look up obscure. Game By the trivia. way, also shout out to r slash nitwick r slash ntwic. We got Check some business going on over there that. Lots of memes. Holy crap. Holy crap. On another so level. Funny, dude. Oh, my God. Whoever made that 100 Gex one last week. Golden. Seriously. I don't know who Yay Evangelism oh. is, but it's just absolutely. Oh, I'm just going to say to the person that made that 100 Gex meme, you rocked my world harder <laughs> than the Herkus Gurkus. <laughs> Herkus Gurkus almost took Logan to Nevada, And you know, the too, Scorpions wrote so. that hit single, Rock You Like a Herkus Gurkus. <laughs> one of the true rock singles of the Rock 80s. You Like a Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you really call it that? Yeah, Hurricane oh my God, Katrina. That oh, no, oh, President yeah. Bush doesn't care about black people. Well, I mean, that's a different topic. Not in this political climate. Not in this political climate, Logan. All right, Kanye all right. was right. Also. All right, all right. <laughs> Album of the week. You know, for the second time listener, this is the section of the show where we allegedly discuss an album that we listen to and get sidetracked. About uh, Damon was on it this week. Let's hear it. All right. So, uh, every week I, or every time I'm, uh, it's my turn to choose an album, I kind of get ahead of myself with, ooh, let me try to find something, you know, kind of unheard of, something nice and indie for the boys. But then this week I was like, no, I'm just going to do my uh, favorite album of all time. So, that's what this is, Discovery by Daft Punk. 2001, there's a movie to go along with it that is actually anime, but... Like I say, it's pretty good, dude. Yeah, it's it's called Interstellar Five 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 Five, and it's just the whole album with just visuals like AMV a, pre AMV. Uh, now, if I recall, excited. the full title is the In Five Tellers Five Story of the Five. <laughs> it's something they use the, fives in place of the, s's in it. The story of the secret star system. It sounds like an aneurysm. <laughs> well, Every the time I five think about story it. of the. <laughs> this is a deep Star cut to music-related video games I'm going to make, but Space Channel 5 on the Dreamcast, it's just connected to my brain for no reason. They have nothing in common. Just, Don't be one there. of those Jetset Radio people. That's oh. the greatest game Stop ever being, made. Stop being one jet, of those Grind jet Radio, set thank you very radio much, people. and it's Jet Set Radio Future is the sequel, and there's a third one coming out made by the same guy. Oh, thank you very much. Wow. wow. I actually know. You can I don't pre-order know. it now, I, I, and it says, just, sound card you need? Nakamura compatible. Shout out to him. There's your trivia for the day. You know what? Japanese video games about rollerblading. uh, Just as all of these tree cutter people came out of the woodwork after the Herkus Gurkus, all of the sudden, all of these Jet Set Radio people. We've always been around. No, you haven't. Yes, we have. No, this is the first game I ever played played on an emulator. None of you actually played Jet Set Radio. Otherwise, the property wouldn't have died. I'm putting my hand down. <laughs> oh, man. oh man all right all right fun editing okay all right no 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 so um 
I don't know what to do. The stream just went down. Where did it go down? You had just introduced the album. You're actually. They were talking about the Dreamcast. Can we please and that's that section? It, oh yeah, no, it's yeah, it, it, God it, bless. Tell, tell you what, tell you what, <laughs> so good. Play the album of the week segment and then just have him reintroduce it. No, no way, not? absolutely not. <laughs> no, well we, we cut talking, him off. No. no, no, you cut him off and then I cut you off. Plus we <laughs> cut him off. All right, I think we're going. <laughs> you gotta have my <laughs> best right. joke in there. Discovery. Okay. What do you guys think of the album? <laughs> okay, I'm starting. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay, <clears throat> let, let me put it this way, okay? My very first electronic album I ever owned was a Daft Punk remix album. It was, oh, the, was, Tron, it the, Tron it was the Tron remix album. Also, let me preface this by saying, even though it's my favorite album of all time, I don't care if you guys trash on it. I'm not going to get hurt feelings, and I'm still going to like it anyway. Thank so, you for that. Are you sure, you are, like are, it, are you sure about that? Because I'm positive, pretty sure yeah. that um, between me and Logan... We definitely control a portion of what you like. Oh my gosh. Whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. What? When have That's I ever convinced Damon of anything? <laughs> <laughs> I need this for my own records more than anything oh, else. What have you convinced Damon of? Yeah. Uh well, definitely his his opinions of Oliver Tree were amplified by your, your I, fans. I hey, nearly no. gave him a platform by which to express uh, himself. Uh. <laughs> I in I actually like Oliver Tree's music. It's his image that I don't like. Yeah, I get Fair it. Fair enough. I get it. Yeah. Okay. All we're, right. We're leaving no. the big tree three out of this. <laughs> no. Okay. Don't big, say it again. If you say big tree, it'll derail nope. us for like 10 minutes. <laughs> just, okay. Unnamed nature care conglomerate. <laughs> Un- unnamed nature conglomerate. <laughs> no, nature care. Landscaping. Uh, whatever. Uh, I couldn't think right, of the word. All right. All right. Uh, Tron remix album. Tron remix album. Okay. It was the very... I think it's called Reconfigured, if I remember right. Yeah, with like a three or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was my very first electronic album that I bought, okay? And though, yeah, it's, I mean, it was Daft Punk, but it was remixes, but mm-hmm. still, I have this, I really like Daft Punk because I just have memories of really loving that Tron music back in the day. Yeah, I remember you talking about that, like, probably I loved it. the second time I had ever seen you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with it. I loved it. So, obviously, I mean, I had a soft spot in my heart for... Uh, for Daft Punk, but we went and saw Trolls World Tour a couple months ago. Okay, oh, you're no. like, how is this related, right? Okay, I, I'm hoping me... it's not related. <laughs> okay, let it? me get to it. Let me get to it. Okay, oh, it, now the, the, this it, is an important. Th- this was huge <laughs> anecdote. For me, okay, this right. is this is huge for me. All right, so we're sitting in the theater watching Trolls World Tour. Okay, mm-hmm. first movie in the theater again after so long in quarantine anyway oh yeah so we walk in there and they have wait trolls was the first movie you wanted to see after Look, covid whoa, whoa, whoa. i never said wanted to see i said it was the one that was available who's responsible was, for this it, 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 it was a collective decision it was pretty much the only new movie that they were showing that we hadn't seen yeah let's you be couldn't clear. have waited for tenet no, no, no. Oh, heck no. Well, let's we were be on clear. Vacation. This was like back in June. Oh. Yeah, let's be clear. It was like in the middle of like some some uh, uh, theaters here in Utah opened up very early, but they were doing reruns. Yeah, and, so and Trolls World Tour was actually a rerun too, but we hadn't seen it, so we were mm. like, okay, let's do it. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> no, no, no. It is the, the point. No, no you'll see what the point. Here's is. Here's my analysis okay. of Trolls World Tour. <laughs> no, no, it, no. It, it, guess what? Oh, no. Troll, no, no, Jake. Guess it, what? Please. It got a, no, a fifty four <laughs> meta score. <laughs> no, 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 no. Guess what that movie's all about? It's all <laughs> about music equality. 
It is. It is. So it's essentially there's like these strings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's the. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the synopsis. Okay, here's, a, here, here's a quick recap of Trolls World Tour. What's the protagonist's okay, no, name? But, okay. Well, Justin no, but Timberlake in real life. It's actually really important. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's like five strings or whatever. They're different colors, and each one corresponds to like a kingdom, which is like a genre. Yeah, I remember so there's you like telling a me funk about this. Kingdom, mm-hmm. and there's a metal kingdom, and there's a country kingdom, and there's. Wow. <laughs> Country. (laughs) But but the important point here, the important point here is there's an electronic kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And guess who the leader of the electronic kingdom is named? Skrillex. Trollex. Trollex. Close. Oh, I was cringing so hard. Trollex approved by Skrillex himself. Because my thing is, you know how much I love Skrillex. And when I saw them do Trollex, I was like, oh my gosh. I almost walked out. Okay, no. <laughs> but here's the thing is, okay, uh-huh. the movie opens in the electronic kingdom with Trollex <laughs> up at a mixer board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to stop. I really do. Okay. <laughs> and what happens is, I kid you not, I kid you not, he steps up and he like hits the board or whatever and it goes... Yeah. One more time, and it uh, plays one more time. Yep, yeah, I does. will. Okay? I will say that is my least favorite song. It does. On the album. Okay, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I had no clue it was Daft Punk. Punk. <laughs> Daft Punk. <laughs> I had no clue it was Daft Punk at the time. I mm. thought they made it for Trollex. No. Okay. Dude. So then I sat down to listen to this album this week, <laughs> and I pressed play. First song. And all of a sudden, I was like, Trollex flashbacks <laughs> just going through my head. So that was one of the greatest greatest nights of Jake's life. Oh, so anyways, Jake, I just want to say that reads like the best rate your music review (laughs) that I've ever heard. So anyway, that's why I give the album four out of ten stars. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I love the album. Honestly, um, I actually like the song one more time. I just didn't. I think it's. (laughs) I like. There's like a bottom three. On this album, it's High Life, Crescendals, and yeah, One I, More Time. I was going to say Crescendals. Yeah. Crescendals is just weird, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that scale they're using or whatever is weird. But anyways, like, the first five tracks or, like, four tracks are all of them, in my opinion, I, I like One More Time. They're, like, rock solid. I oh, love yeah. the the front end of that album. is amazing. And then... It it loses steam just slightly for me on some of those tracks in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like it starts to get a little too loopy for me because I love electronic music, but I do have a problem when it gets too loopy. Like yeah, they it's just, very loopy. Yeah, and I I can be okay with it. And overall, I feel like these guys did well with it, but it bordered sometimes where I was like, ooh, a little too long on this groove. But overall, love the album. Mm. Seriously, so good. Yeah, I so. I have actually never listened to Discovery, the entire album. I have listened to sections of it, and I've listened to quite a bit of Daft Punk, but no, I've never listened to this album. So, And that's a little bit embarrassing to say because I, I honestly feel like I should have, but it, it it's really great. I really like what they're doing. I love funk music, you know, and, and like we learned in, in Trolls World Tour, you know, if you if you take, if you if you take the different strings and you you combine them, you know, we're really beautiful we're things. Really all yeah. just beautiful things on the same can guitar, actually. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
So well, anyway, though, the, the way that they I bring, I think they had a point there, man. The, the way that <laughs> the way that they bring funk in, though, seriously, mm-hmm. so cool. Oh man! And I mean, that's been in their sound the whole time. Everything I've heard, you know, it's 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 funk infused. Yeah, I think it started in this album. The one before is homework. Homework is much more loopy. It's I don't know. Daft Punk has two amazing albums and two pretty subpar albums. And homework and human after all are both like not very good. And then good. random access in this one are the good ones. Yep. Yeah, but uh the song Something About Us, I think, is the one that really got me like and I I don't know, just throughout the album though in general, you got these um leads that are really cool and, and, and I think mm. it's really important to put this in its historical context. 2001. Oh yeah. I mean, the Crystal Method is what's happening right. in EDM, and and, right. and and all of a sudden, Daft Punk's like, no, actually, you can just be two robot dudes that are fusing cool sounds, and and it's still electronics, and it's really cool. Yeah, no. I mean, it was a simpler time. The other night, I actually was just sitting there watching some trolls. of my my. I was watching <laughs> Trolls World Tour, and and I was just like, wow, these strings. You know, maybe there's a real parallel between. <laughs> humanity and 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 maybe this yeah, runs just really like there deep. are different genres of music there are different kinds of people <laughs> <laughs> i think trolls world tour might be an avenger after tonight <laughs> <You know? laughs> anyway no no no. so i was sitting there just watching some of my favorite performances of all time i have my my handful i'm i would assume all of us do but maybe not i have certain performances that i just i'm like that was legendary and i go back and i rewatch them Anyway, I turned on some uh, Daft Punk, and it's so interesting to watch them playing uh, back in in their time, in their element, because the EDM scene, like live, has changed so much. It's mm-hmm. very like which which did you watch? Was it a live two thousand seven? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And when you watch them, it it it's just like man, this was a simpler time of mm-hmm. live EDM well, that's performance. That's actually that's why Skrillex started making music is after going to one of those concerts. Yeah, yeah, no, he loved like Aphex Twin, but it is legendary. Mm-hmm. Like and you feel point. it, you watch it, and you're like, those guys are owning what they're doing, and the crowd was so into it, especially in that time. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I, anyway, I really like what they're doing. I think they're cool, and I think they're important to the progression of EDM. Which I I, I find it kind of ironic that. Damon doesn't identify with EDM at all, yeah, but no. really enjoys Honestly, I always my, think about that when I listen to this album. It's like I love this one so much, but then my thing, I was actually, I don't know, I really like Aphex Twin a lot too, though. I was so. thinking, I was like, okay, now I get it. There's the funk element, I guess, which is what makes it a little more grounded, I suppose. Mm. But I remember you saying back when we did Jack U on the uh, the the Lost Show, R.I.P. But <laughs> when we did podcast. <laughs> the other <laughs> podcast, the other podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you were like, I was just trying to imagine in my head where you would possibly listen to this. Yeah. And like, there's moments on this Daft Punk album that I'm kind of like, it's not that much different. It's pumping four on the floor, you know. But I guess it's just a lot more aggressive, you know. Yeah. The, the, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, my music taste is pretty consistent with like most things except very EDM. Well, yeah. Most things except EDM and like country, and don't say that around these guys. They'll they'll they have a stance. 
what country? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, you ever I'm just listen saying, to "Body Like a Back Road"? I'm just I'll saying I don't man. listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to that. No, but like, get some Merle Haggard in your life. I know every curve like the back of my hand. That stuff sucks. Again, get some Merle Haggard in your life. Some Waylon Jennings, you know the good stuff. I need. I wanted to back. Is up. Johnny Cash country? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. into country. Just because of his Nine Inch Nails cover? No! That is That's good, a really though. good cover. That is it, it is. Live no. at Folsom 68, classic. Legitimate. Nice Reddit opinion, everybody. That, that, oh, the Johnny Cash cover. No, Trent Reznor said, this, this is a Johnny Cash song now. Yeah. This is not he, my song anymore. Say no, 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 no. You don't know. understand. He said it was a <laughs> cover, Logan, Reddit opinion. No, 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 no. Logan, <laughs> he, said, he said to Johnny Cash, he said, this is not my song anymore. This is now your song. He said, "Yes, that. that's what I just put a lamp no, 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 on." No, 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 Logan. He said, "He said to Johnny Cash." He, he said, "Trent Reznor." He's out he ironic you this. right now. <laughs> You're getting out ironic. Oh, I got you. played. Okay, <laughs> um, just get played hardcore. I, I just got reddited. Um, Jameson just said, "Daft Punk, but not 100 gigs." Correct. Yeah. Okay, my thing about that one, D- Jameson, love you to death, but. I do not see the parallel. Hundred Gex is yeah. way, 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 way this, more. Yeah, Zoomer. I mean, it's it's almost the opposite because this album is so loopy, and One Hundred Gets is just like spazzy, panicked schizophrenia the whole time. But, dude. Yeah. but by the way, yeah, their EP, their first EP with Gex on the cover. <laughs> go listen to it. It's, shout out yeah. to Gex. Yeah, dude, yeah, literal shout out. shout out to Gex. Okay, no, but like I wanted to uh, echo what Aaron said about the leads. Oh my gosh, there are some freaking good and like these leads that you just don't forget you know that one song that super chill song i don't know it's got just that guitar like plucking but it's got like this voice vocal thing going on you know the one i'm talking about you described like 70 percent of yeah (laughs) it was no 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 it's very defined you would know it it's is it voyager it might be i i don't know it's just like this like it's just like a plucky (laughs) plucky guitar but he's got like this vocal thing going over the like yeah, the please guitar. please that proceed i'm wondering if it's i'm wondering if it's like did they do that freaking talk box thing where they fed it through with the tube and they just did it with an actual chain. mouth because like that honestly was impressive synthesis whatever it was because like it, either it was a physical mouth or those dudes were like balling on those yeah this progression where we, we slowly figured out that uh literally uh, what we were falling in love with was the sound of effects, not an instrument. Because, I, I mean, it, they're all, as Logan always is here to point out, it's all just waves. A synthesizer is just a very even wave, and, you know, a guitar is as even as they could get it at that time. But, yeah, this is the type of music where you start to, there's this audio synthesis fusion happening where people are starting to figure out, oh, yeah, I really just love certain effects. I don't really necessarily love, oh, the synthesizer or the guitar or anything else. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, they're all waves, and if I feed them through, playing certain progressions doesn't matter on what format. You know, I can kind of make these sounds, and that now now that is where 100 Gex does come in because the modern bedroom producers they are taking that to the max where everything is a wave, and so anything is an instrument, and um, but. Yeah, no, definitely. I hear that happening in this album a lot. It's like, is that actually played on a keyboard or is that a guitar? Probably a guitar for a lot of it. I would yeah, think. now you get all these friggin'. I never want to see another YouTube video with the title following the format 
I made a song using only X. Oh, I love those. I love them. Good for you. (laughs) I love them. Congratulations. You figured out that all notes have a certain pitch and frequency to them, and that, yes, like people have literally been doing since the early 90s, you can pitch that up and down and perhaps build a whole song. Yeah. Good job. Yep. Good job, (laughs) sir. Because... I only use water. I, oh, I only Logan, use spoons. But Logan, Logan's Logan I made is way song. above those people. Logan, yeah, that's I, what he's saying. He's I made saying a song with only rubber bands. <laughs> only rubber bands. Wow. I made a song. That's, that's incredible. People used to make songs on the Game Boy using only like a tiny little oscillator engine, and I consider them far more talented than your advertised I, no, monetized no, no, Logan, video. I, I made a songs. I, I made a song. Wow. Only, yeah. only using. The sound of me tearing up my t-shirts. It's, it's real crazy. Only tearing up your t-shirts. That I have a song that uses only me flicking a spoon after I've eaten mashed potatoes. How specific do we want to go? Huh? I, I made a song using only wooden dowels from this section in Home Depot and me kicking them across don't, my lawn. Don't get too specific, though, because then you might get flagged, you know. <laughs> I made a song using only Daft Punk's song around the world I made a song (laughs) (laughs) I I made a song using only Johnny Cash's cover of the song hurt no 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 oh wow did you know look at me Logan Logan, it's my song now yeah do you not understand that's not a cover that's he literally said you own this song (laughs) yeah no Nine Inch Nails covered Johnny Cash don't don't call it a cover man yeah it's not a cover Trent Reznor went to Johnny Cash and says I did not write this song (laughs) yeah no that's exactly what happened you wrote this song Johnny Cash he literally said Johnny thank you for giving me a time machine back to 1994 we threw this on the downward spiral it's great to see that you brought it back into your work in 2004 thank you Johnny Cash All right. I, I want to hear it, Cody, because here's the thing. Cody has absolutely no respect for a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's true. But then but, but, fall, but, false. But, but then but then when something deserves respect, he gives it to it, no matter where it came from. So do you respect Daft Punk? So I'd like to preface my thoughts with a couple things. One of the first music videos I ever saw, it was either on MTV or VH1 because Fuse didn't exist in 2001, was for one more time. And like the blue people are stuck in my brain for time eternal. Like I'm never going to forget that. And I was never at that point very into electronic music, but I remember that. And then in 2007 on Kanye West's graduation, the song Stronger Mm. does obviously sample Daft Punk. And so like that kind of brought it back into my world. And I was like, oh, this album's cool. I, you know, legally got some songs through LimeWire for it. Nice. And put them on my iPod. Did you legally make those t-shirts yet? Uh, no, I still need to. Mm. Um, legally, of course. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a very legal pursuit. Yeah, no, it's it's totally legal and by the books. But uh, flash forward to my senior year of high school, Random Access Memories comes out, and that was like, and Aaron knew me in high school. He can probably attest to this. I mostly listened to like prog metal and hardcore. And Mastodon. Loved Mastodon. Crack the Sky is still one of my Dude, favorite albums of all time. That's a meme band. I'm not not no, it is sorry. now. It wasn't then. Not to be confused sorry, with I'm the EDM Mastodon. Yeah, nobody knows who that is. Anyway. <laughs> no regard. No, no regard. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say nobody? Literally no one except for Jake. Maybe uh, Echo Echo. No, no, no. Do you guys remember when we made this guitar argument? And and it was like, oh, you guys are just saying nobody because no, of the majority of the that. minority. Hear remember? Hear you remember? Hear. The no, tables have turned. Okay, my no, friend. I don't. Find the audio. 
Put it out yeah, there. Where's the audio? It's on the I want you to specifically it find it on Spotify, com. Apple, or Anchor. And if you can't find it on those three, sorry, it doesn't exist. Anywho. It's your fault. You should be where anywho, the people are. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, I listen suppose. to EDM of any variety because I saw it as a direct infringement on my right as a human. And because I was <laughs> yeah. so mad at Sonny Moore for leaving from first to last yeah. to pursue a career in Second EDM. reason's valid. First reason's absolute bullcrap. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't matter. No, Cody pays taxes. I pay taxes and I will not listen to 100 Gex. Sorry, Jameson. It's not going to happen. Oh, by the way, Jameson just said making a song using only Logan's Oliver Tree rant. <laughs> I, I That's smart, Jameson. Well, I, I will uh, support that. Um, anyway, Random Access Memories came out and that album was so good. Like, I remember that just listening to it over and over and over and over and over. Like, I literally listened to nothing but that and like Walk a Flock of Flame. For like six straight months. Nice. And at this point in life, like I'm willing to say like Random Access Memories is probably one of my all time favorite albums. And this is like also very far up there. Veritas Quo is like one of my favorite Daft Punk songs alongside Contact. So like I love this album. I really do. I think Daft Punk is still like the premier go to artist of electronic music wholesale. Boom. And I mm. like I, this, if anybody was going to ask me like, hey, give me something accessible for electronic music, I'm just going to send them Daft Punk. Yeah, or they haven't done Jack in forever. You don't need to when you're that good. If you release random access memories and just disappear into the night, fine. That's cool. No, According to the Spotify I mean, CEO. Do you think that they're I don't, scared? Yeah, Spotify CEO can die. He's stupid. I, I'll punch him. I'm oh. curious whether or not they're just nervous to release something else. I mean, because, they've done that stuff with the weekend, and uh, yeah, there was a couple songs on Starboy. I, I yeah, saw that yeah. they they I saw that they put down to do a soundtrack for another movie. There's been yeah. so many rumors, dude. I I I pay attention to them because it's like, oh, look at this Columbia Records thing that says there's a new album coming out with DJ Shadow, and then like a month later, it's debunked. So I don't know what to believe. I could see them just being done. I would prefer if they weren't done. But I mean, they literally swept the Grammys with that last album. Yeah. And I feel like it accomplished everything they could have hoped to accomplish. Yeah, that, that's a dramatic so. Grammys for you if you're a Taylor Swift fan like Logan. Will they die a hero or stay around long enough to become the villain? <laughs> no, they'll yeah. always be heroes. Yeah. You know, really? I, yeah. I don't know. Some people I go mean, out like Eminem. Yeah, yeah well, Eminem kind of went out after like I guarantee if you ask somebody so. in 2003, they'd say he'll 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 always be a hero. Nah, I, dude, I've hated <laughs> Eminem then, since I was like four years old. <laughs> Eminem's still making out. top five lists in the YouTube comments. Guys. I mean, I think I think <laughs> if they God, were to able, I think if Daft Punk were the able Godzilla to make challenge. Discovery and then Human After All and then Random Access Memories, like I am confident in their abilities. Yeah, no, I, I mean they're good at what they do. I would also just like to like. The album that came out before this homework, right? Mm -hmm. And then Human After All. Are they more just like house albums? Yeah, the first one, homework. There's some decent singles. Like there's Around the World, there's Defunk, but almost all of it is just Euro Club. Oh, like so you're saying I'd probably be really into it. You like house? If you like, oh, I love house. Really? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I'd, I'd, it's, I hate I'm rave surprised. culture is my like bitter resentment. I'm actually really but surprised I really you like, like house. It's, it's just loops. Uh, oh, yeah. of samples, no, and then there's a then there's a series of uh, Spike Jones directed uh, music videos. It's Daft as an acronym, and it's it stands for Dogs, Aliens, Fire Trucks, and Tomatoes. I'm in. Four, yeah. I'm sold. Wow, that as sounds Spike, perfect. Spike Jones. 90s. Yeah, that's yep. not bad. That's not bad. Uh, Logan, you haven't you haven't you know made your Reddit Redditor opinion here on this because <laughs> I haven't blog posts. Are you are you really gonna are you really gonna 
peak the mic about Daft Punk? Like, is oh, that gosh. a moral? That sounds that, like a challenge. Is, you that just a, is that a moral? Honestly, you know what? After after the Herkus Gurkis and the various <laughs> attacks by the unnamed media conglomerate, uh, and you've and been Technical difficulties. I'm just happy to sit back with a good album. And uh, like Cody, I was sort of activated by random access memories. It's one of those albums that just instantly makes you a music snob. Yeah. In it, in its own magical way, because you realize that music can be so much more, and, th- and then you hate it for making you realize that music can be so much more. So, mm. huge fan of it's Random Access of Memories. Knowledge. I no. like the cool helmet. By the way, Jameson, let, let me tell you something. I am a huge <laughs> fan of sample culture in general, and I believe that the purpose of creating art in this world is to take all your influences and produce them into something that somehow represents your soul. Hold on, I want to put something out there. This is going to get real Hegelian for a second. We're going to hit some philosophy, but this is straight up dialectics. Like Everything has led to this moment in time where Logan's like, I love sample culture. You need to put something out for your soul. And Jameson's like, what if I make a song using Logan's Oliver Tree rant? This is what all history has led up to in this moment. <laughs> so Jameson, thank you. Jameson, listen. Fall of Rome, birth of several religious messiahs, you saying that you're going to make a sample song out of my... The, the point that I'm saying is the, the thing oh that I detest specifically about that YouTube culture is not that they are making songs out of unusual sounds that you wouldn't normally hear in music. What I hate is that the video is titled, I made a song using only spoons licked by 12-year-olds. That's what I hate. Oh. I didn't, why why I didn't, do you hate it that bad? Like, because, like what seriously is it doing to it you? Is, well, because it's monetized. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, specific, I, I, I do hate that it's monetized and that it's like very cash grabby but the reason that it like sets off the cash grabby flag in my brain is because you're instantly devaluing the song itself when you describe it that way well and how dare you do that to 12 year olds who just ate mashed potatoes (laughs) off a spoon (laughs) i mean how dare you wait devaluing the song it devalues the song right so like imagine and this is like everything they like they they make the song using the spoons that have licked by 12-year-olds. And then over <laughs> it, they, like, sing some lyrics about, like, love or, like, dancing or whatever. And, like, instantly whatever the song is actually about is underswept by the novelty that, oh, it's a song about made only with spoons licked by 12-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, the the way that you present your art is very important to me. That's for you, Echo Echo. Because your branding and the way that you package it tells me more about your artistic intentions than the song itself. So when you package it in a way so like quirky Facebook moms will be like, oh, I have a 12 year old daughter at home and she like she always licks the mash. But I'm sending this to all my that's on BuzzFeed. That's who you're marketing to. (laughs) You're not like it's not in an album where I'm listening to a song and suddenly it's these crazy sonic textures and I have to wonder like. What instrument did you use? And that's a rhetorical question. Yeah. And and why did you use it? And what's the emotional component or the artistic component to that? And it just shoves it all away and says, this is an Instagram video now made, made for your cheap entertainment. Completely devaluing something like... Daft Punk didn't release Around the World and then release a video saying like, I made a song saying Around the World 137 times. Yeah. So do you respect... 
Japanese train vibrations. I do respect Japanese. Okay, explain why. Because it's just Japanese trains, right? Well, there's artistic intention to it. How? Why would so, you release an album of Japanese train vibrations? It's a great question. Why would you release an album of, of, of spoons? Yeah, by exactly. Bubbles? It's sampling. Well, well bro. Sampling marketability is... is the answer to that one. The the they're just marketing to weeaboos. No, weeaboos don't listen to Japanese train vibrations. You don't know that. I will admit that Japanese train. There is a Why is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why must the trains be Japanese? Yeah, What if I want a different? That's what I was going to say. I want a German. What about French? Yeah. What about Norway? Good. If there is a market for that, like if somebody. But you've only it's, ever mentioned Japanese. But is this not a crazy? Well, yeah, because I'm categorically interested in Japanese things. I feel no need to defend that. <laughs> right. So I, I mean, I, I mean, one one does wonder, you know, there. I think that a fair point has been made. If you're sitting and, on a German train and you find it emotionally compelling, literally package it, mm. sell it. Whether, if you're, hmm. if that's that an extension of your soul now. If you're that interested in making a song with spoons, do it. Yeah, like do it, do it. And then no, Logan by, will by, yell by all means, by all means, am I at no point saying don't do it? I'm saying I don't like that it's so obviously packaged to be marketable. Yeah, no, I, that's I, the I, problem I, I, with I the title. Uh, it is and fair, the, and the I funky mean, I, thumbnail that's I, always like. It is fair. Market, market, market visibility is fair because and it's not to say that it's not an art because marketing is an art you know and and making something that people feel like they need they're like i must share this is is an art but um i i do i i think i'm hearing logan's point where you know if it's something that was just internal not external and important to you as a creator and you're just putting it out there. That is very different than being externally driven. And I also like motivation is a hard thing to gauge of artists. Why are they doing what they're doing? Because of course, a lot of these guys, they have to survive. And some of them legitimately are like, I do survive. I go and flip burgers and then I come home and I make, you know, the music I make. And that is a way to survive. Some people choose to wrap it all in one package and say how I survive is doing this. And I'm not, scared to chase a bag you know and and no but like the motivations are different and you can kind of get a sense of different motivations and just the very phrase spoons licked by 12 year olds if this video hypothetically existed we all know that that is pitted at a very specific demographic yeah yeah i get i get the point like i'm not i'm not oblivious to what you're saying i just think it it borders on being a friggin' whiny baby well like if it's I not mean, your thing i'm not gonna not pretend it's not elitist and obviously these videos have traction if they're constantly being shared to the point where i someone who has attempted to quit the internet as much as physically possible am still seeing them and still hearing people talk about them like and they're important still cannot stop yourself from clicking on them Let's i don't click on them no i no longer <laughs> support these videos Billie eilish she reacts no to longer. videos but, but you can music. say yeah, you does. can even like say well you're being an elitist about it da, 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 da. and i would counter with artistic intention is actually really important to a lot of people they just don't wear it on their sleeve all the time people will talk about a song like roar by Katy perry and they'll be like yeah, you know, she was going through some hard times, but she came back and she she hit hard and she makes me feel like I can do anything. And then and then people will say stuff like, well, why do you care if she's a pop star and only doing it for money? You idiot. You literally identify with the narrative that she falsely sold you. 
That's that's the problem there is you pretending like art not you specifically but people pretending like oh why would i read into it so much it's like that's your narrative yeah you you only half like roar because it was written by max martin the other half you like because it's a song that happens to empower your demographic or potentially there's another option here where some people just aren't elitists about music in general and they just like the song no but jake there's there's these people there's these the people around this table are so invested in music. I mean, myself included. I love it too, and I have the people that I love too. So I'm. I mean, I'm not trying to body slam. But the, what I'm saying here is, the average person is not. No, they don't care. No, no, about no. who freaking wrote it. No, They're like it's yeah. a good song. No, I'll turn it on and I like I, the song. I need so to interject them, here. Wait, wait, wait. I need to interject. But then you call them an idiot. <laughs> because they're just listening to a song they like. No, he didn't. You know what I'm saying? No. Th- this is... He's, what he's this saying... This is case in point what drives me f- nuts. No, Jake. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's wow. a beef. Wow. Okay, no, it no. It is. No. It is. He just called them an idiot. No, no, Jake. Because... Jake. They like the song Roar. Let me... Let me... No. Let whoa, me. Whoa, yes. Whoa, that's whoa, essentially whoa, what you said. Whoa. You said, you're too ignorant to know that it was written by Mac... Blah, blah, blah. I don't even know and, that and was like, written by see, Max And that's Martin. my thing is... My thing is... The person likes Roar. Jake. Now, you are on a high horse Jake, saying- you need to let me interject. <laughs> you need to let me finish my point. Oh, I've heard it. I'm, my point is, some people are not that deeply invested in music. Just like I was saying about that Danger Zone. And you need to guy. let them like be he, that way because they're the not investing No, that and that's fair music. enough, but then what Logan is saying is also true. You're both like not actually pitted against each other here, in my view, at all, because- what Logan yeah. is no no they well they are but the irony is that I think what's actually on the table intersects a lot more than what's being given because what Logan's saying is I mean here here's the real question like a song can you really just like a song yes you can no that's the thing that, no that's where I there like. is some degree implicitly of of you identifying with the song there is something there that you are finding enticing whether that is Oh, my friends like it, so I like it because I like my friends. Or, like he was saying, this song represents this societal idea, and I identify with that idea, and I'm now identifying with this song because of it. You really cannot very easily establish, in my opinion, I just objectively, by happenstance, like this song. There is something in it that resonates with you. And okay. that is often implicit. Like he was saying, they wear it on their sleeve. They don't realize it's happening to them. And then they allow. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, it's true. Okay, so this here's is my marketing. Mar- no, 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 no. Marketing is all about. Yeah, you're right. Playing the puppet master. Yeah. I am. See, it's I always am, a puppet master thing with you. No, guys. no, it's no. There is. <laughs> it is. It freaking is. There's a view, though, of, of, oh, this demographic is consistently identifying with this sound. And so I'm going to place this in their way. That is what's happening day in, day out. Or what? That if, is Google's entire what, business. What if the other thing is maybe the person was having a hard week and Roar came on? And they're like, I really like this song. So, so oh my gosh, they're an idiot. Let, let me woo, woo, woo. let me take it away from the puppet master a little bit because I think I think I'm getting too in the weeds about like making a generalization. What I specifically find to be ignorant is saying. I like this song because this is what I think the artist was doing and pairing it with, I don't care what the artist was doing when they wrote this song, because there are people out there. I'm not saying it's not right to like a song. I have friends 
some may say that I claim that <laughs> don't even listen to music at all. They will they will walk up to you and say, I don't listen to music. They still have songs that they like. And I'm not saying that those people are idiots because they don't care about artistic intention. What I want to posit specifically is the idea that people will get really into the idea that Billie Eilish wrote Ocean Eyes as a 13-year-old for a dance project, right? If it turned out that Billie Eilish did not write Ocean Eyes as a 13-year-old for a dance project, it would hamper the narrative and affect people's emotional attachment to the song. That's what I find damaging. So when I come to people and I say, this song was ghostwritten, this song was made exclusively for marketing purposes, but they identify with a false narrative about the song, that's the ignorance that I see. Mm. And that's what I specifically want to call out. Well, that's hurtful. And that is happening. I do. It happens all over the place. Accept it or not. And you're right. Their attachment their attachment emotionally to a song, I'm not here to say that any attachment... I, I love it when people love music, period. But there is a reason why you're identifying with something, and that cannot be de- denied. And so, and, and there are people that are their entire livelihood is understanding that concept so well to place things in your path. That's happening all the time. It's happening to me. I, I, I mean, if I, can, if I can posit something, Jake, right? Say you had a friend that seemed to like everything else that you liked and was willing to engage in like long-form discussions with you about those things. But then you backed away and you hear that he told some other friends that he was only talking about those things with you because he wants something from you. That's the, that's the kind of gut punch that I want us to avoid. Yeah. No, I hear the point. I think it's real. And so that does not hinder that person's legitimate attachment to the song. but up at some higher level and when you just kind of get this like little peak of somebody who's doing it so carelessly and so explicitly you know it it triggers me it can trigger me where i go that licking the freaking spoon and making the song i know what's happening there and that bothers me that that's <laughs> being about used licking spoons. yeah no, no no so i hear the point are anyway, we though, at, deaf punk yeah. though they write great music am, am i yeah. connecting I mean, yeah. Where am I going wrong here? No, I mean, I, I, I get the point. I get the point. Like, yeah, if somebody's explicitly selling a fake thing, then yeah, I, I guess I get what you're saying. But my thing is, it just feels like it's just so frequently this inferiority complex. Oh, but I, and it drives me okay, crazy. That's something, that's something I so want to like, be clear about. Is that I? It's not what it's not supposed to. Be. My participation in that conversation never is supposed to be because I'm a victim of it too. I'm not, this isn't an inferiority complex at all. It's just what is happening, honestly. And to say that it's not happening all the time, I do think would be kind of ignorant because I can grab my phone right now and go to my YouTube homepage and I am just going to be, it's going to be littered with that content that is pitched at my version of Katy Perry's Roar. And I'm going to fall for it, potentially. And it's just like, dang it, you know? That's that's kind of a harsh yeah, thing yeah. to deal with. And it's happening all the time. And definitely, I all that it comes down to is there's so many motivations out there, but we want to find purely motivated people as closely as we possibly can. I mean, and ideally, it's not a perfect world, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just is funny to me how the purely motivated people are the people you like. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. Because because I 
I don't know. No, Mike. Go, go look at like Radiohead. I'm sure Radiohead's done plenty of marketing. Oh, are, are you meaning like their, people you know that just, we are holding up as these icons yeah, exactly. are doing it? It's like, yeah, and, and it just feels very hypocritical because it's like that's these people's music or whatever. Yeah, and then it, the problem's always with theirs. No, no, it's not though. I I see from a lot of different genres. That's why I consider myself to be very pollen court. No, I'm just kidding. Very much <laughs> genre genre agnostic though, because if I can find somebody who just has a country song in their heart, and that's what comes out when they step in front of a microphone, I vibe with it. I like it. I like 100 Gex. I also love Sad Europeans. I also love, you know, the struggle that was happening in New York City with, like, African Americans. I love the music that came out of what they were going through. I can identify with these different, because it comes from a sincere place. There's something about it that at least my perception of sincerity is, you know, satisfied when I listen to it. But, yes, that's ultimately my biased perception of that. But somebody who's not even thinking about that at all, they're just going to get swept away wherever the marketers take them. That's just what will happen. Conscious music consumption. Yeah. Also, I, I listen to every Drake song. Ish. I, ish. <laughs> can I, mean, I talk I mean, about, can I talk about I'm, I'm ish Daft on Punk? That. No, yeah. but like, well, well so I, I, I mean, we don't really don't have time for it, but I am curious to hear like what, what would leaves you upset about that? Aside from the fact that, that it's happening to you and me. I mean, that is upsetting. Um, okay. What, is wrong if a person doesn't aren't conscious music consumption nothing it's all music exactly my point yeah and, and so i, I don't think anybody's arguing that yeah and so it just is like oh those people that aren't being conscious uh. no, I, I think i, I, I understand I, both sides but i mean yeah. it's like are you a passive person when it comes to music or are you actively searching stuff out because yeah, if yeah. you're passive then you're probably going to fall more victim to algorithms if you're more active in searching stuff out then you kind of control how the algorithm finds you and i think you're all right about where <laughs> you're at it's just two very polarized ways of going about it but i i do think it just depends it's like active versus passive and i think it just yeah. comes down to that yeah and either way you do it who cares? Like, that's, yeah. not, that's on you. They're getting you. your money anyway. Find, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Find what you find what you definitely enjoy. I mean, I'm all for that. But wait, I want to hear what he thinks about this yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's only 20 minutes sidetrack. <laughs> that's it. Just 20 minutes. <laughs> hey, no, you know, that's a, that's a real talk, though, actually. Yeah. That, that was music. That was music philosophy. philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Did I do was. it? I was going to say, uh, what do you think happens after you die? <laughs> <laughs> you go back to high school with music. your regrets. <laughs> music philosophy. Yeah. What happens? I told Aaron, don't trust me with it. Although I'm trying to be yeah, a good music host. philosophy. It just came upon us. Yeah. yeah. Um. As far as Daft Punk goes, Random Access Memories, dope album. My problem with Discovery is that I think it's actually kind of terribly mixed in terms of the balances of things. There are so many times when the vocals sit really awkwardly on top of the sample and the drums. Yeah. Like and and modern EDM has kind of ruined me this for a little bit. So good. Don't listen to modern well, yeah, EDM I mean, if you want to keep The thing is is yeah, it's like 2001 <laughs> before the standard of anything electronic. Yeah. Right. Like before this it was like Wild West club. And so like I think club. of like these bass <laughs> nectars and these flumes and they just have like these insane textures but the way that um especially bass nectar and a lot of that generation of artists tried to tether their samples was everything was so heavily chained against the drums. So everything 
when you hear these crazy exotic hits and these crazy vocals, they would all kind of move and morph together. And Daft Punk being before that time and probably coming from a little bit of a different philosophy, mm-hmm. the parts sound a lot more disparate. Well, yeah, there's even a song on homework called Teachers of them literally just listing their inspirations. Like yeah. they're just, it's like George a half Miller. song. George yeah, Miller. but they're just like, they're just talking for like two minutes. So And, so, and they're almost all funk artists or like random European DJs and stuff. So And... And where they're coming from, I totally respect. I have just been, my ears are tuned slightly more for modern EDM. Mm. And so where it really hits a point for me. First off, I think that around, or not around the world, One More Time has kind of bad mixing. Like the the uh, One More Time doesn't sit perfectly on top of the rest of the instruments. Yeah, But in my mind, One More Time is such a banger of a song that it totally makes up for it. But then you get to a song like Too Long, which made me realize that the album had gone on for too long. And this song in particular is also Too Long. Yeah, I I did think that too. Which, Which, you know what? On Too Long, I was grateful because at one time I realized that songs like this are the reasons that we have the good songs from the Sonic soundtrack. But at the same time, Too Long is a terrible song. Oh my, it's Machine Girl because I'm young, arrogant, all over again. Like, if you could just chop that off, you'd have a really good French house album. It does run long. And and what happens is, uh, lyrics are a meme. As we all know. As we know. As we all know. As we've learned. And but never Daft Punk can kind of hide that their lyrics are especially memey behind mm-hmm. the fact that the vocal effects are friggin' cool. I don't want to be the seven millionth vocal effect for Daft Punk YouTube tutorial, but having watched at least six hundred of those seven hundred tutorials, I can say that the effect is pretty dope. But when it's just a bare, like lounge singer just kinda like we're gonna dance and let the truth enter your body i'm like <laughs> dude what are you saying not only are these meaningless they make me lose my desire to dance to this song and you're so awkwardly situated on top of the drums that i can't ignore you it's like mm. you're singing right it's like it's like I, this is what i call like hearing the recording it's when you feel like you're sitting in front of a lounge singer and he's singing right to your face and that's what i heard on too long was just like be cool with yourself, dude. And he's doing this in front of me too. And I, I'm just looking at him like just side to side, oh snake charmer. And I, and I realize like, how long have you been doing this in front it's of exactly, me? <laughs> it's an exactly ten minute long song. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, too so long funny. is horrifying. Uh, and and <laughs> I I honestly didn't cannot comprehend how a group like Daft Punk that made Random Access Memories and made the rest of Discovery. <laughs> And made Interstellar five 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 could produce a song like too long. Did anybody realize it was a bad idea? Also, Crescendals is a little weird, but yeah, in context, I don't mind it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind too long. Again, this is my favorite album of all time, mm. so I don't think there's anything no, that it, could convince a, me of anything. It's a deserving album. But the, really. I mean, the other thing about this album is this was so. I saw Tron Legacy, whatever year it came out, right? 2007. 2007, yeah, <laughs> in theaters. And then I saw that Daft Punk did the music for it. And um, I was just kind of drawn to the name and the fact that they were robots. And this album was like literally my first like time listening to an album ever. Nice. Like before, because like all my parents and family ever played was like Weird Al. Like Weird Al, <laughs> They Might Be Giants. 
just kind of like meme that, music. This explains a lot about Lucas. So, yeah, no, and he he's still on that dog. <laughs> I, I would like to say that I was wrong. It's 2010. I don't know where I okay, got 2007. Yeah. That from. sounds anyway, a little better. Onwards and upwards. Yeah, good fact check. Well, but modern baseball. You're kind of you're kind of yeah. ruining baseball. our reputation. No, no, no. As the I have to keep my reputation as a <laughs> no, meme. No, 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 no. Like yeah. I don't know, man. I think if you're at this table, you gotta. Kind of I'm not the internet's laziest movie nerd. I'm the internet's laziest <laughs> music nerd. Yeah. I have a gonna, different reputation. That was fast. That was I fast. I think they kind of got shafted on the Tron Legacy soundtrack. What do you mean? Like, I. Jake's gonna call me out for being like Puppet Master again, <laughs> but I I do think that I think it was a marketing Tron. Stunt. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't it, feel it, quite it, like a Daft Punk project, and it, I've heard yeah. soundtracks from other people. No, it it because like. That was kind of the selling point of that whole movie to a lot of people. Yeah. The fact that, well, I like the old Tron. So yeah, it's like There's, you know, Daft Punk only has three albums. If you want to hear the fourth, come see this subpar action movie. Yeah. So, and and uh, well, yeah. Notwithstanding the fact that Tron was that Tron Legacy is easily it, marking the beginning of a series of very forgettable sequels and remakes. I I would step in not not to thrash your point but just to say i actually like the tron music yeah i, 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 I like, like it, it too but that's it's just me i but. i really like that album too but it like the way they presented it because i think they announced that they would be doing the soundtrack at like a comic convention or something or like d23 and like it was kind of just like look we got daft punk on this thing you should check it out like yeah that's it's what it felt like but that doesn't take away from the musical experience well and it, it like, rings like yeah. it. it rings much more of a hans zimmer project than it has any bearing yeah. I, I think that to... i think that soundtrack is really unique though like it's it, there's definitely daft punk signature on it i mean unfortunately there is a soundtrack so they can't yeah. be like one more time all well, the time you know because yeah. like oh, they could <laughs> if it wasn't disney yeah that's kind of my point no no no. but like think about it at that point it's a it's an hour and a half long music video it's not a soundtrack heck yeah music yeah yeah but like it, it would be cool yeah, okay. I mean, Curious but, but George, like, dude, the movie, the Jack Johnson Curious George. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah, but like... It's border, a Jack Johnson music video. Borderline, you're becoming like, well, no, well, not I mean, a musical, I but think, like, it's I think more about the music point, than it is the movie at that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, I think what Disney wanted to do with remaking Tron is make a Tron movie, not a Daft Punk music video. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. And and because I played D-Rezzed on Tap Tap Revenge like 600 times, oh, and yeah. I think that song is so cool. It I'm is, just yeah. like, why weren't all the other songs just dope Daft Punk songs instead of Hans Zimmer worked through an analog amp? I mean, it is a movie, and it is just the, it's just, like, it's a, a score. Like, it's just I know. the music I, I know. underneath the dialogue. It's like, they can't just have one more time as other people are talking we, yeah. or like sad or dramatic moments in the movie. Like we, they can't and how just, much can you complain when we still have just, Interstellar 555 and yeah, DAFT? Well, and, and they have an, yeah, they have that series of Spike Jones, uh, yeah, Interstellar 5555 and then this other indie movie called Electrum, Electroma. Sorry, which was filmed on the Salt Flats. I you want to I guess I out. can't complain. They gave me anime. We <laughs> yeah. uh we uh we got to move forward, but yeah. seriously, Discovery worth your time. Interstellar. Uh, definitely legendary for a reason, and it's good. I'm I'm going to see if I know which sample I'm on. Yeah. yeah. I think I nailed it. I didn't trust I teachers. I didn't trust teachers. I didn't trust politicians. <laughs> I didn't trust politicians. That blew my mind. I didn't see your mouth move. I didn't trust people on the evening news. 
I've trusted music. All right. Uh, that was your first mistake, Tom Nitwick. Morello. <laughs> Nitwick presents Chasing a Bag featuring Cody. So, on an episode that doesn't exist, I talked about networking outside of your circle. <laughs> but on this episode, because I've been lazy today, naturally, mm. um, I've thought more about how you network inside your circle and how to like present yourself. And I guess this kind of goes off of like search engine optimization, but in a much more personal way. Um, I think about like websites and zines. I guess that's more of a punk thing than anything else. But how you present yourself through these channels for people to find you. Like today, for example, there's a new band. I'm assuming they're out of Western Massachusetts because the bands that members are from are all from Western Massachusetts. But they're called Blind Idol, and they're like just a really cool, like very fast-paced, early 2000s-style hardcore band, which is so far up my alley. And it popped up on this cool site called New Morality Zine. They do have like a physical zine, but they also help to put out music. And I just think it's cool to like like network through to find those channels where like it's still going to get out there, but also gives you an opportunity to like be found, especially in the time like now where like you go on Bandcamp if you search hardcore for whatever reason, Machine Girls coming up on it. Don't know why, but it exists on the hardcore thing. Uh, hardcore breaks. No, hardcore. no, 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 no. It's like <laughs> Machine Girl, and here's like five straight edge bands, and I'm like, nope, totally different worlds there, totally different worlds. And so I think it's like. An important thing, like, to chase a bag. And, I mean, hardcore is not a genre you're ever going to make money from unless you're, like, one of four bands that happen to make it. But it's just trying to find those channels as a means of chasing the bag because you can find your way into that scene, especially, like, hardcore where it's so... I, I'm not going to say, like, polluted, but there's so many bands in hardcore at any given time that no one's ever going to hear about. So, like... Trying to pitch yourself, I guess. Put up your posters on the right avenues. Yeah. Cody, why does the hardcore scene hate making money? I don't know. I just don't think there's much of like a marketability for it anymore. Like mm. in the mid-2000s, and this is more metalcore than hardcore, but, but I mean, that's just semantics. Who really cares? There was a band called 18 Visions, and they started out in the late 90s. And in like the early 2000s, they started to get way more popular after an album called Until the Ink Runs Out came out. And I know the band, like I drove out to see the reunion a few years ago, like their bassist was from Salt Lake. They were a straight edge band, still are a straight edge band, but they managed to like kind of blow up. They were friends with like Avenged Sevenfold and all of those bands. Avenged ah. Sevenfold, also a band that came out of the hardcore scene. Really? Um. Oh yeah. These now they're like dad metal. Oh yeah, they are now. But like those <laughs> first two albums and even the third one to a certain extent is like, just very specifically Orange County hardcore, mm. metalcore, whatever, again, semantics. But I think it's just like, at this point, there's not really a market for hardcore and popular music, whereas there might have been like 20 years ago when bands like Deftones were taking out hardcore bands like Snapcase on tour. Well, so, so I listened to a podcast by another group, which was a mistake. Don't ever listen to any other podcasts, guys, <laughs> especially Conan's. Yeah, yeah, no. Just floating that out there. Yeah, Conan. And anime P-word. Anime P-word, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm starting an official <laughs> beef with you guys. Hold on, I want to say something positive. Listen to Zebras in America and Wrong Reels. Shout out to my internet friends. Listen uh, to good podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not by enemies of the show. Like Conan. But I, I mistakenly listened to a podcast where a or guy Echo called Ek. the Punk if Rock Echo NBA. If ever starts a podcast. Oh, yeah, Finn McKinty. He used yeah. to be, he, he's actually a really nice guy in person. 
Well, I, I've never met a person that was a jerk on the internet that wasn't also a really nice guy in oh, yeah. person. He, okay, so <laughs> have you ever been on the website Metal Sucks? No. Okay, then doesn't matter, but he used to be a guy on there called Sergeant D, and he ran a blog called Stuff You Will Hate, and I didn't know it was him until like two days ago. Yeah. And I was like, man, I used to really hate that guy. And I also think his YouTube channel is kind of cringy, but he really understands like search engine optimization and it's how to run business. very cringy. So, but anyway. he also talks about Earth Crisis to like five hundred thousand people, though. So I'm willing to give him a pass. There you go, laying yeah. down for the man, though, Cody. Yeah. Anyway, he has a podcast episode that I mistakenly listened to called "Why Does the Punk Scene Hate Money So Much," and he talks about how he want he had a zine like you were talking about, and. He tried to get endorsements from local businesses, but they were like, I don't know, you're kind of an unproven zine. We don't really, we don't really want to have us associated when you're not really defined yet. And he was like, okay. So he buckled down and he reached out to like Converse and not Supreme, but some other fashion brand and was like, hey, would you like to sponsor our zine? And they were like, heck yeah. So he ran Converse and skateboard clothing ads in his zine. And they called up the local businesses and he was like, what up? We're an established zine now. Uh, can we get a sponsorship from y'all? And they said, I don't know, you guys kind of sold out because you ran a Converse ad. <laughs> this is a real oh experience, gosh. apparently. That's also like a problem with like hipsters. Yeah. And, like, oh, local establishments. No, 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 I don't mean like hipsters. Leave them, leave them out. I'm talking about like Slug Mag. Shout out to mm. them. I know a few people that write for them. They're cool and they like show up for the hardcore scene, but they are very local. And they will remain very local. And I get that that's their shtick. That's their whole thing is to be very local. But I think that kind of speaks to what you're getting at. Like, you're never going to see a Converse ad in there. Yeah. But you will see an ad for, like, Grey Whale in there. Yeah. Well, and that's a record store. People that thing is, I bet, you about, I bet you about 60% of the people in there are wearing Converse. Like, well, these are not Converse. <laughs> Let's be clear. Oh, yeah. They can't be Converse. These are not. Converse. Yeah, no. Put your <laughs> put your posters up on the right avenues. Well, that, that well, goes that goes down in the books with market uh, uh, network outside of your circle, SEO, and have a lit Instagram. Right. Dang it, he's trying to wrap up the show. Yeah, no, I I need to. <laughs> I'm trying to. Start I need a is like I'm you, trying to start a bar fight. You can't. If we're gonna have bops of the week, <laughs> we need to accept that these are this. This is all the knowledge that we can give our fans at the moment. And they're gonna have to wait another week. It's true, and and you know what, Cody promoted zines, which I honestly think are seriously check so out newmoralityzine cool. dot com. We right. should do a zine. I'm said every down. group after they do a podcast. <laughs> Conan said it once. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he you has. know what. I believe you. <laughs> also, stop saying things authoritatively. <laughs> All right, Jake, yeah, you are stick. up. Yeah, that is yours. Yeah, we keep stealing each other's. You know, Jokes. identities. Yeah, I, it's a yeah. real problem. Sorry, Tony. conglomerate. Yeah, Damon, stop getting mad about Oliver Tree on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Damon. Why yeah, Damon. <laughs> you just <laughs> got out ironied, man. We keep on the irony levels are just. I'm just not on top of my game, especially after the Herkus Gurkus. No, that was that was the a Herkus pretty. Gurkus. I mean, what are they? You know, it's it's the thunder after the storm, the, the, or the after the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> okay yep. all, right. all right that's it Be bobs of the week let's go bobs all right um okay my track is just about the corniest 
love lyrics I've ever allowed into my life. Oh, allowed. That that implies that you might be gatekeeping. Is there a special there. someone? No, no. It, it uh, I'm not a well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just I'm not gatekeeping. It's just you will feel awkward when you listen to the song a little bit cuz it's called 17. And it, oh, and it, you know, you know we, we went mean. through this. We went yeah. through this already. Okay, but the song's amazing, and I actually kind of totally embrace the corny love aspect of it. Seventeen by Pluco. His name's Pluco. So I've been um, on the Flume subreddit a lot, um, looking for new stuff because I'm obsessed with Flume, and I was just looking for people that were similar and stuff. And I found this album, Colorblind by Pluco, and I have been listening to it literally nonstop this week. It is very good. Very future bassy. Uh, every once in a while, it gets a little too housey for me. Just every once in a while, a little corny house. But outside of that, wow, seventeen just has these synths that like, uh, it just like is really good. It, it makes you want to just bop your head. It's really super sweet. So, yeah, seventeen by Pluco. It's a good song. Nice, cool. I I like. Simple love songs. Me Not too. gonna lie, I'm a huge John Mayer Heartbreak Warfare stan. That's like top ten. Well, you know, <laughs> that's like top, <laughs> not quite willing to commit to let's, that. Let's just say there are several lists. <laughs> Damon might have to re, you know, rehash his opinion on love songs. I, I don't disagree. That's for another day. I, that's but, for another day. No, here's the problem with Damon's argument. I'm gonna shut up no, so we no. can finish Bob's. Yeah, no. The only reason yeah, I we know, don't have a problem. With the only reason I made a disclaimer is because I know what he said. That's the reason I made a disclaimer. No, Logan, of his comment. No, Damon's argument stands this week. Seven yeah. more days. Um. I'm going to forget. Well, my bop of the week is also a very corny love song as well. Hey! What is happening? But not because it's a corny love song. Because I like the instruments. It's uh, called Real Real by Sleigh Bells. And it uh, samples uh, Can You Get Get to That by Funkadelic. Except it's like got crazy loud drums. And it's like the production. Poison the Well, Logan, for you. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Cool. All right. I'll check it out. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bop. I like it a lot. And I like uh, Can You Get to That by Funkadelic, which is the same exact guitar riff. If you like that one, you should check out the other one. Mm. So, yeah. Nice. Dang, it's, I was all conscious about love lyrics. And he freaking yeah, had Yeah, he, well. he just gave it. I, well, I mean, it's impossible to not like a love song or anything like that. Like, they're 99% of the music world. I'm sorry. Did everybody find an internet girlfriend while I was gone? <laughs> Logan, <laughs> Logan, you're on. You're on. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, it's a modest mouse track. Nice. <laughs> finally, finally, and they're in the Radiohead radius you know, with a brother. Uh, I can't hate it. I really. Yeah. No. Of course, they're great. They modest are great. Mouse is awesome. But what? I can't even figure out what makes them great. It's like it, it's Midwest emo for non Midwest emo listeners. Not I really. love it. Is the guy from Modest Mouse the one that said, "If you're not embarrassed by what you're yeah, putting that's out, him. yeah, then How don't." Do- yeah. Then don't put it out. Or yeah. No. He said you should always be embarrassed by what you're putting out. Mm. He also, I mean, that guy's just awesome. He's a skater and he has a lisp. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a fan of most singers that have lisps, except for Danny. Uh, what's his name? It was the yep. guy that we made fun of that one time. Okay, there we go. Uh, I cannot remember. Nobody by the name of Danny comes to mind. Many people say that uh, the Lonesome Crowded West is the best Modest Mouse song. It's actually the Moon in Antarctica. Correct. 
I'm sorry because I also stand the lonesome crowded west for a long, long time. And you know why I did? It's because of Rate Your Music. It's Rate Your Music's fault. That I like I stand. their first album best. That, what is that? that it's, it's got a huge name. It's like a, it's a classic Midwest breakthrough on, on, a, on a road going nowhere. I Yo, don't know. Mm. the song Breakthrough like will get on a Midwest emo playlist. It's a, it's that vibe. okay. Yeah. All right, it's good. I, I just really shouldn't like Modest Mouse for what they are, but they're just so good at it. And The Moon in Antarctica has a way better album cover, and as such, is way more pleasant for me to look over at while I'm doing homework in the middle of the day and have Spotify occupying a third of my computer screen. Aesthetics. Just better than the Vane album. I have to minimize the window when I listen to Vane. (laughs) Fair. So, Stars Are Projectors. It is gross. Another one of those rare 10-minute songs where every every minute and 30 seconds sounds like a new good song. Nice. All right, Cody. So, I really, like, went out on a limb this week. I've been listening to a lot of Protest the Hero. That's crazy. Which is, yeah, unheard of. <laughs> um, I can't believe it. Went out uh, yeah, on a limb. That you had definitely, you've been obeying the algorithm. Yeah. Well, the algorithm, I found it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the algorithm This is not the master's me. hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I found the Protest the Hero album. But uh, the song All sure. Hands is my bop of the week. Oh. I did. I found the CD how in Greyway. How did you find it? That's... You gotta prove. I just said that I found the CD in Grey. I still have the Kazaya <laughs> CD from like twelve years ago. I bought it Greywell. Anyway, All Hands is the bop of the week. Nice. Oh, oh gosh. yeah. Did you hear I, that Spotify is like they actually make you pay to promote that you have a new album to your listeners? I did not know that, but I also don't promote my albums to Spotify. Well, or on Spotify okay. for that. Well, it makes sense because I've had like I've had like like I'll open it on a Friday morning and yeah. it will say new album by blah 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 blah. Yeah, mm. well, like, and when it pops up with a physical notification. Yeah. Like, I want that for the tiny guys I listen to. But, like, you, like a new Drake album comes out, and it's like all the playlists are covered, and then you get the notification. New Travis Scott album, it's like, well, now I'm going to be looking at Travis Scott on every square Yo, on Spotify. Shout out to the Travis Scott the burger. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, Travis Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How was the quarter pounder with cheese with oh, a Sprite? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to go yep. and get yourself a Travis Scott. Oh, it's totally lit. Travis Scott. Not, no, it's not, not just a McDonald's meal that they put Travis Scott on. <laughs> I looked on. it up, and I was amazed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all it, a quarter I, pounder I, sprite I, and fries it's literally Wait, the fortnite burger in real it. life because travis that's scott it. performed that's in fortnite ah. travis scott burger it's the fortnite burger mm. epic fortnite gamer moment that's it i'm never gonna talk about it again you ruined it yeah i, I wanted to ruin it we will mention fortnite on this show all right all right all right up for cringe my uh my bop was uh one of my favorite sad british people <laughs> You and Me by Damon Albarn on his uh, self-titled, not self-titled, it's called Everyday Robots, but it's under his name. The only album under his name. It's a great album. I've been really listening to it a lot, but You and Me, second half of that album breaks into kind of this smooth, it's it's weird. The first half of the song is like very much a scary... I mean, European scary, all right? It's, it's like... It's like this, <laughs> what does that it, mean? It, it, means, it means this sounds more like... It's a rainy day and there's a big clock in your city type feeling, you know. That's what's happening. And then the steel drums come in because it's Damon Albarn. He's like, yeah, steel steel drums, drums, let's go. But then it breaks into this really cool R&B break that I just, it's very nice. There is one thing that Damon Albarn does well. It's cool R&B breaks. It's true. And collaborate with rappers. All right, (laughs) Newix. Thanks for joining. Uh 
please join us at the NitWiki. Um, also we, at r slash NitWiki. Oh, of course. Bandersnatch, Resident Evil, Code Veronica, what? I just think in terms of Resident Evil all the time. I can't like, blame you. 